Thank you, Steve. I wanted to actually start by thanking uh, Dave Barker for his first sermon. Let's give him a round of applause. And it's great to give gifts as well when people come, so I've got a gift for you, Dave. Listen, here's your next one for next time. You can pick that up a little bit later. Commandment number four from Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. What is the purpose of a Sabbath day, and why should we keep it holy? Well, I would actually like to start by reading you another passage from Exodus, and that's uh, Exodus chapter 16. Can you flip back a couple pages to Exodus chapter 16? And this is where God provides for his people manna to eat, the bread from heaven, after they've been rescued out of Egypt from slavery. Let's read Exodus chapter 16, starting at verse 16. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of it, each one of you, as much as he can eat. You shall each take an omer according to the number of persons that each of you has in his tent. And the people of Israel did so. They gathered some, they gathered some more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, whoever gathered much had nothing left over, and whoever, whoever gathered little had no lack. Each of them gathered as much as he could eat. And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over till morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some left, uh, some left part of it till the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, each as much as he could eat. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread, two omers each. And when all the elders of the congregation came and told Moses, he said to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Tomorrow is a day of solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake and boil what you will boil. And all that is left over lay aside to be kept till the morning. So they laid it aside till the morning, as Moses commanded them, and it did not stink, and there were no worms in it. Moses said, Eat it today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is a Sabbath, there will be none. On the seventh day, some of the people went out to gather, but they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Remain, remain each of you in his place. Let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. To keep the Sabbath is to actively demonstrate our reliance and trust in God. To acknowledge that He is the one who provides for us. And that He will take care of His people. 
Now, when I was a builder, I used to have a few apprentices with me, and every once in a while, I would stop work, and I would just stand back and have a look at what we had done. And I was amazed sometimes at what we had done. And I thought, wow, look at this. And I used to call my apprentices over and say, guys, stop for a second, and look what we've done, and give yourselves a clap. Now, you can imagine my apprentices and what they thought of me telling them to stop and applaud what we had done. They thought I was crazy. But it didn't take long before they did the same thing. They stopped and, and called me over and said, hey, Matt, take a look at what we've done. Let's give ourselves a clap. And they joined us in as well. In, the com in commanding the Israelites to keep the Sabbath holy, God demonstrates his great love and care for his people. He says, stop and take a moment to rest and reflect on what I have done. When God creates the world, he stops to rest and appreciate all that he has achieved. And he commands the Israelites to remember the Sabbath. He is calling them to follow his example. He is not saying stop and remember what you have done. He says stop and remember what I have done for you. Remember, I am the one who created the heavens and the earth. I am the one who provides for you. I am the one who fights for you. I am your creator. Ultimately, God wants everyone everywhere to trust in him and rest in his sovereign provision for all things and for all time. He wants the Israelites to do it. He wants the nations around them to do it. He wants Christians to do it. And he wants all people everywhere to stop and to remember him and what he has done. And there are dire consequences for those who do not keep the Sabbath. Flip forward with me to Exodus chapter 31. Exodus 31, verse 12. Exodus 31, verse 12. And the Lord said to Moses, You are to speak to the people of Israel and say, Above all, you shall keep my Sabbaths. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generation, that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath, because it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day shall be put to death. The consequences for those who do not keep the Sabbath is death. God knows the tendency of the human heart. God sees the selfish desires inside every human being. His intention is that his people remember the Sabbath and keep it holy in order to prevent them from self-reliance. 
Self-reliance fools us into believing that we can do it all on our own. And if we believe that we can save ourselves, we will die. And so unsurprisingly, the Israelites then went to great lengths to ensure that they would not die. I would do the same thing. And so they made sure they kept the Sabbath by becoming legalistic about it. By the time we get to the New Testament, we see that the Pharisees have 39 categories of work which is forbidden on the Sabbath. And some of these rules have been adapted to our current cultural society, and they are still adhered to by the Jews today. They include things like writing, erasing, tearing a piece of paper, driving or riding in a car, using a mobile phone, cooking or baking, gardening or doing the laundry. Now, some of you here might be thinking, amen to that, let's bring back some of those rules now. But the truth is, you can't just keep the rules of the Sabbath or pick and choose which rules you want to keep. You have to keep them all perfectly. And we don't because we can't. And we don't because as Christians, we believe in the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and his death and resurrection. We don't still follow these legalistic rules because he is the Lord of the Sabbath. He is ultimately the one in whom we find true rest. And so Jesus fulfills this fourth commandment by pointing anyone who is willing to listen to find rest in him. He did away with the legalistic burdens that the Sabbath had become. And everything that we know of in the Old Testament the, the, about the Sabbath day, the rest and the blessing and the fact that the day is holy comes to a point in Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection. Now, if you have a few minutes this evening, I would love for you to take the time to read about what is written about Jesus being the Lord of the Sabbath found in Matthew chapter 12. In Matthew chapter 12, Jesus quotes the prophet Hosea and reminds us that he desires mercy and not sacrifice. It was never about legalistically keeping a day free. It was never about keeping the laws of the Sabbath. It doesn't matter whether you use your phone or not or drive a car, or play sports on, on Sunday or not. Observing this law is meaningless if you do not accept what Jesus has done for you through his death and resurrection, and trust in him and his saving work. Observing this law is meaningless if you do not find rest in Jesus Christ. And as you find rest in Jesus Christ, your heart will desire to know more and to love him more. And remembering Sabbath rest will become more and more a desire of your soul. Please, would you turn with me to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14, I'm going to start from verse 5. 
Romans 14, verse 5, Paul writes this. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Because Jesus is both Lord of the dead and the living, we are dependent on him every day of the week. So some will say, every day is holy to the Lord. And others will say, yes, but one, this one day is special. But Paul here says, let both honor the Lord and let every person be fully convinced in his own mind. Paul encourages us to be fully convinced as to how we remember the Sabbath. God, who created the heavens and the earth, has given us this gift of rest in order that we might bring him glory and praise and honor. And we need to remember what he has done for us in creating and sustaining the world and in rescuing and saving us. And he calls us to take delight in him in order to realize that he is greater than all our efforts and hard work. Self-reliance ultimately leads to death. But God has made a way for us to find life and in that life to have true rest. And he calls us to come to him, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Help us to learn from your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to come to him with our labor and burdens and find rest in him for our souls. Lord, we admit that our wealth and our significance and the pressures of life are not what we are to depend on. Help us to humble ourselves to accept that we need the gift you give us of rest. Help us to take the time we need to focus on you and devote our attention to you and your creation and your saving work. And as we do this, help us to hold fast to your word as we long for the day when we will enter into your final rest in the new heavens and earth. In your name we pray. Amen.